Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Retro Gamers Podcast, episode number 240. Larry here. And Anthony here. And wow, look at what you've done with the place. Finally, we have we, we have uh, uh, an inside shot. You've been working off your patio the last three weeks. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I thought being outside of my castle made more sense. So <laughs> now, uh, now I thought I'd... Uh... I touch on something inside. Very, I like it. Your two roommates are creepy looking, but whatever. They're very creepy, especially the one on the right with the big head. Yeah, very big head. Yes. It's as if he's on the last button of a snapback. I don't yeah, know. basically. Well. I don't know. I thought a little throwback would be fun this week. No, and no. Fitting. Absolutely. Uh, episode 240, and we'll just say right off the bat, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, yes. Larry. Five years since we've made the mistake. Of deciding that people wanted to listen to us on Facebook. <laughs> five years to be a podcast. It's been a long time. Um, yeah. No, well, this five is... years of regular podcasting. Regular, yes. We, we're going to dip into that a little bit later um, yeah. because if we know what to do, it's toot our own horns. So we will be able to do that a little bit later in the, um, in the episode. One of us knows that. Oh, I, yes. In a heartbeat, I will, yes. Mm. Uh, but before we get to that, we have some other stuff to go over. And, yes. um, Right off the bat, I want to let's get right into this uh, because we apparently, well, I guess not we, I made some waves last week. Um, well, you started trouble. Some you of which your mouth and said something you shouldn't have said. Some of which in my favor, actually. And we have here. I pulled just a handful of the millions of responses. Well, let's let's let's, re- let's, re- let's rewind a little bit. Yeah, and explain to everybody what we're talking about. So, so go ahead. Last week, Larry decided to announce to the world publicly in his own, you know, making a mistake as always, that he does not like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Well, it's not as much as I don't like it. I've gone on record saying it is a terrible game. Like, the game itself is terrible. Uh, I have expressed. Well, I was trying to soften the blow because just saying that it's a terrible game really is just video game suicide at this point. <laughs> Um, but anyway, if I, if I know nothing else but burning bridges, yes, so that's very true. This, and, yeah. and, and you've got the kindling on my bridge right now. So <laughs> tread carefully. <laughs> I, um, again, the game is gorgeous. It looks beautiful. It's an amazing series. I'm not knocking the series, the legend of Zelda. I'm just mm-hmm. knocking breath of the wild. And, uh, you can go back and listen to episode 239. Um, because a lot of I um, my fuel got burnt out by the end of that episode because it was Link up. disagrees. Link well, disagrees with you. Well, completely. Link was. I well, I don't know. Link doesn't. <laughs> wait, wait. If you hold him, if you hold him right, his head gets replaced. Nope. Back him up a little bit. <laughs> How dare you, Link? How dare you? I will sue you for everything you're worth. <laughs> He will scratch your eyes out. Kitty litter and all. <laughs> Insulting his namesake. How dare you? <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I'm, you know what I mentioned, you know, with the with the weapon system, mostly it was a weapon system. And Anthony made mm-hmm. some good points on his end as well. Uh, talking about the creativity and, you know, uh, keeping it fresh and new and, you know, being immersive into the game. Um, and I got to say, though, first of all, with... Uh, my uh, editorial last week, we we did get a lot of responses. Probably the most the responses that we've got to something that we've done here, mm-hmm. which is good. It means people are listening. 
Uh, and I pulled a handful. I pulled a handful of responses. Uh, yes, most of which, because I pulled them, most of which uh, are on my side. And mm, yeah, that be funny. Funny how that happens. Well, because it's look, no I, bias at all. I no, I completely understand that. Um, you know, it's it's an unpopular opinion. I get it, and not a lot of people are going to agree with me, but some people did, and that's mm. what I want to go over real quick. Well, here, and I'll give you the benefit. Um, we did get an email that was on your side. Um, Nathan. Yes. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan wrote wrote to us just simply saying, I would just like to say that I strongly disagree with Larry on his Breath of the Wild opinion. That's all. <laughs> Short, to the point. <laughs> just mm-hmm. right there. Wrong-o. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know what? That's all you really need to say because there's nothing else to say about Breath of the Wild because every like all of the reviews and articles and things like that that have come out for it have been have shown nothing but praise. And again, I and, and I've gone on record because you were mentioning Metacritic mm-hmm. uh, Metacritic last week, and I yep. you know I, I I don't care what the critics say. I want to know what the players think, and a lot of the players agree with you, Ant. I I you, get that. Yes, I understand that. But do you realize that critics are players? They get paid. It's not. Please, they're just like movie critics and music critics. Oh God! It's it's about the player. That's who I want to hear from. I want to hear from the player, not someone paid to write something. Larry, Larry, Larry's going on record by saying critics aren't players. Got it? No, honestly, I don't think so. At least not serious players. And 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 and. That'll be great when we have to have critics review our show eventually. (laughs) Who are these podcasts? Waiting for them to pick us Mm -hmm. up. And, and you're not a gamer just by playing Fortnite nine hours a night. Okay. I'm sorry. That does not make you a gamer in any oh, event. Boy. So let's go through some of the DMS here. I got a, a couple of Instagram DMS uh, that came through. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, obviously, Ant would like to get your opinion, uh, you know, or responses, if you will, because again, they're mm-hmm. mostly on my side. Uh, Cinnamon X life wrote, I agree with Larry breath of the wild is trash. Compared to other Zelda titles. These are direct quotes. I'm not editing these. Wasn't a fan of it. My favorite is Majora's Mask, which is a love or hate game also, then Ocarina of Time. Hmm. What, do you, what do you think what about I find that? Interesting, what I find interesting about that player is that their, their favorite game is one that went in a bold and different direction from... Legend of Zelda series, so to speak, when you look at Majora's Mask and the way that it runs, and yet Breath of the Wild, which also took a very bold approach in becoming the first real open-world Zelda game, they would hate. So, um, I'm not so sure about that one. Uh, I wouldn't trust that person's opinion. <laughs> uh, By the way, it, yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opinion. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the response. <laughs> yes, no, no we, we appreciate No, we appreciate everybody we responding. Do. We do. We're, have... we're always going to get well, gonna you know, some. yeah, every, there are going to be disagreements, you know, in oh, this case, that. I just, yeah, in this case, it's just plain wrong. I do agree that Majora's Mask is an excellent game. So. This is where Cinnamon X Life goes, and, and we're going to have fun with some of these. We, we all, mm-hmm. we love you all, trust me. Yes. He had me. He had me in the beginning. Wasn't a fan of Breath of the Wild, but then he had to go and say his favorite was Majora's Mask, which is like my absolute least favorite game in the yep. entire Zelda, Zelda series. So, but he is right, though. Majora's Mask is polarizing. It's very polarizing. Yeah. Breath of the Wild is not polarizing. Wild, for, for, every, sure. for, for every game out there that is considered excellent, you will always have some naysayers. In this case, the naysayers will be in the minority because 
majority of the people that have played Breath of the Wild have said it's excellent. Uh, underscore no Juan cares. Love that name. Says love just it. want <laughs> what? I love his name. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Underscore no Juan cares. Um, just wanted to say that I agree with Larry. Breath of the Wild is not a great game, like everyone says. It does look gorgeous, though. Also, I'm not a big fan of Ocarina of Time. My no. favorite, <laughs> my favorite Zelda game is A Link to the Past. Also, love the well, OG yeah, Zelda. Fair. What was that? I said that's fair. Oh yeah, no, totally. Uh, also, love the OG Zelda and Oracle of Seasons. I'm telling you, this, well, you've played it. Yeah. Seasons is amazing. No, you played Seasons. Seasons is a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Or ages, I think. I'm on ages. Um, I just beat Link's Awakening a couple weeks ago. It was also great too. Uh, maybe I just enjoy Zelda games in 2D, which I can hear you on that one. Played the Game Boy Color mm. versions. All right, now I'm kind of uh, skipping through. Uh, Try playing the Switch version of Link's Awakening. Notice the frame drop. Ah, he's, he, he digs deep into here. Um, ah. I didn't like the experience, so I stopped playing it. Um, too bad because I really like the artwork. I hope they did an update on the game and fixed that problem. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so no one cares. Uh, he's leaning towards the 2D games, which, uh, you know, I, you can't really argue him on that overall. I, I prefer 2D games like yeah. that. They've all been fairly hits. Uh, maybe except for yes. Link's Awakening. Like uh, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. Zelda 2, I was going to say, maybe not that one. Yeah. But, um, no, and, and there's, a, you know, they, look, there's, with franchises, there's always kind of a, uh, you know, there's always kind of a thing of like when they transition from one, you know, one to another so in other words like you know from 2d to 3d it's sometimes it's a bigger leap than people are willing to take mm -hmm. um and to them it loses out on the um whatever whatever it is that appeals to them for the game okay. you know i i mean if you were to pick you know just to switch for a second if you were to pick um mario would you prefer the 2d or the 3d mario in terms of gaming where sure, do you I'm fall Sure. I mean, I can I can say undoubtedly 2D, even though a couple 3D games are fantastic, but I would definitely always mm -hmm. prefer a 2D game. But again, that's right. us, and that's our probably our age and our, you know, what we're used to. It's because we're old, yes. This is true. Um, super Nostalgic wrote, and this, because, Ant, you made a point last week uh, when you were talking about kind of like how with the cooking and the, you mm -hmm. know, uh, not building, but there was a lot of aspects of Breath of the Wild that's almost... Not not lifelike, but you kind of related it to The Sims because you mentioned like a little Sims, Sims like yeah yeah a little Sims like so super nostalgic right and I'm not I'm gonna mm -hmm. be honest with you I'm not hundred percent sure if he's leaning towards my opinion or your opinion but he wrote if they released a new Sims game that replaced the eating showering sleeping and other real life game mechanics with weird WarioWare style mini games would you praise it as the best Sims game ever or would you be disappointed that they changed the formula even if it was still a good game for what it was. Mm. So I... It's a good question. It's a good question. I, I don't know whose side he's on, but it's a good question. But with that, I think you're changing the formula of The Sims and it becomes something completely different. So I don't know if you can compare it. Well, and that's the thing. Like Something like that, to me, I would almost consider it a different game. Mm -hmm. You know, because the, the, the Sims is synonymous with you control a character living their everyday life. If you replace it with you control a character playing a bunch of games, that's not Sims to me. I yeah. and you know it's um, it's the if I can equate it to uh, if I can equate it to uh, movie franchises because I do okay. this so often. Um, it's Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. <laughs> it's 
hey, we're under the same, we're under the same banner, but you know, all the, you know, what you know from the first two movies isn't in this movie at all. And that's what it would feel like to me. Okay. So, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And I'm not um, saying we... the game, but here's the other thing. I'm not saying the game would be bad. It could be a great game. Just like Halloween three, I thought was a really great movie. It just didn't fit under that title. Gotcha. Or gotcha. That's all. all right. I can, I can see that. Uh, and then the, that the is fi- my diplomatic answer. I am running for Congress. <laughs> or I'll tell you like it is. Um, <laughs> at your soul, Anthony, to be honest with you. Yeah, so, you're not running. <laughs> and then um, I got That's very skeletons in my closet. And then uh, finally from YouTube, uh, what I pulled here, uh, Josh J. Hutton, uh, screen name on YouTube. I've played through Breath of the Wild three times. I agree with Larry. The wow. weapon, The weapon system just sucks. Sometimes I will die in battle because I don't want I don't want to use my best weapon for fear that it will break. So I use a weaker weapon and die. If only they had a way to repair weapons before they break completely. Now that would have been cool. And you know what? Maybe that would yes. be a little bit of a game changer. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I mean, that's that's something that's like a that's like a simple mod that can be done. And I understand. I mean, when I played through it, I had the same issue. It's like I would save the more powerful swords mm-hmm. and weapons because, you know, I wanted to make sure that I use them in meaningful battles. But when I got to a meaningful battle, I wasn't afraid to use them because I knew somewhere along the game, somewhere around the game, once I got familiar with the areas, I'd be able to pick them up again. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the other thing too. It's like when you're playing an open world game, becoming familiar with specific areas of the game and knowing what you can pick up there. So, so... I would think that uh, the last one that you just read, yeah, uh, he's obviously a fan of the game. He's played through it three times. Oh yeah, uh, there's just a specific mechanic that didn't work. So then, Larry, like I post to you, mm-hmm. if the weapon issue um, was a little different like that, it, yeah. If in other words, if it was different than just you break a sword and lose it, would it be would it be a better game to you? Like, is that solely why you consider it trash? A lot of it. The, the other part is a lot of like with the cooking and, and, and manufacturing stuff. But if we're going to focus on the weapons, the only other game in this in the series of Zelda that I can compare it to is A Link Between Worlds, which is on the 3DS. Mm-hmm. And there you rented your sub weapons. So if right. you lost your sub weapon, you had to go back and rent it again. Or you can only hold like two or three at the same time so you would have to go and swap out and you can always get it back so you're always you know maybe obviously the game can go a hundred different ways uh if you change one little mechanic but Mm -hmm. i think i i would feel a little bit easier with that uh, because again my whole idea was like in the original one you find the first sword, which is like a wood sword. All right. Then eventually you find a stronger sword. Then you find a stronger sword. It's just the leveling up. Just make it simple. It's right. a game. But um, I don't know. Maybe that, that would make it a little different, right? Uh, repair weapons before they break completely. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Actually, it almost happened in, in Zelda 3 on Super Nintendo. At one point, you bring your sword to a, a swordsmith to make it stronger. Mm-hmm. But again, that's more leveling up than yeah. anything. So. It's more, but, yeah, it's definitely more leveling up. But, um, uh, you know, great. Well, I mean, what about when you used to play? What if you play the original Legend of Zelda? Remember the, remember the guys in the dungeons that would steal your weapon and you couldn't use it for a while? 
Oh yeah, your uh, your shield, right? No, your sword as well. Yeah, the the your round sword. things. Were they like likes? Yeah, but I don't I don't remember the names. Either. I think they were like likes, uh, but I do remember them, and they were annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I did not like them. So, but all right. So losing a weapon has been synonymous with Zelda since the beginning. Uh, well, nah, you got that weapon back after a few moments, though, or after you destroyed them, because you can't right. you can't find another sword. No. So, but I just want to bring that. <laughs> uh, great responses from everyone we do yes, appreciate it um we had other responses as well but i just want to say you know again and we have actually we're going to kind of do this almost like viewer mail we got a couple of the questions we're going to go over real quick not related to zelda but i think now would be a good time to kind of mention that me and aunt um as per a recommendation from uh also from a friend of ours uh, we just happened to be talking about this because um, he was giving me his two cents about Breath of the Wild, um, but I want to speak for him, even though he agreed with me. We're going to do something new. We're going to reach out to you, the fans. Um, unpopular opinions. And I think this might be fun. Uh, basically, in a nutshell... This could be really fun. I think so. And I'm not saying it's going to be every week, but you know, when we get submissions, we'll review them. But we want to hear from you. And we want to have you on the show in a way. So make a video, a short video, what, maybe no more than three minutes? Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll heavily edit it. Don't worry. But, um, you know, make a video, yes. submit it to us. Uh, you know, you can send it through social media. You can email it to us, email at the retrogamers.com basically. And it doesn't have to be Zelda. What you have as an unpopular opinion presented to us. And, you know, as an example, because me and Ann have talked about this in the past, I feel mm -hmm. that Castlevania two is a terrible game. And I think Castlevania 2 is a great game. And, and and I've gone on record years ago. And you go back and listen to the history, you know, of me. Tr I was going to say, you know what? I'll complete Castlevania 2 in like three weeks in. I'm like, this game is garbage. So, um... And then when I was on one of my tri trips to Japan, I live streamed and beat Castlevania 2 for I my think hotel. You did, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so send your submission, send your video. We'll feature you on the podcast uh, with, again, your unpopular opinion about a video game uh again and defend it you know defend your thesis and uh you'll hear from us we'll give our two cents and you'll hear from the listeners because the internet is designed for disagreement and that i think we're gonna have a good time with it i think so especially since you disagree with the internet all the time <laughs> what a lot of stuff because it's the internet with everything <laughs> um so you can start submitting that whenever you'd like and we'll start featuring that when they yes. start rolling in so and if we oh. do, if we don't get any from you, we can always keep the ball rolling next week because I'm oh. sure Larry and I definitely have some unpopular opinions. Oh, I'm sure all my opinions are unpopular. Oh, there's no question about it. <laughs> uh, we got a couple of other emails, like I said, a couple of random emails that we're actually going to throw out here. And uh, again, maybe for those who'd like to comment on social media, respond to the YouTube uh, chat and stuff like that. Uh, and you got an email. Uh, I don't know if you have to have it in front of you. If not, I have it here. I can read it um, about. Um, you're kind of like you're, you're moving. So here we go. Um, oh, yes. yes I don't yes. want to give out his full email, uh, Zenbone, um, or M-O-W. Looks like he signed it. So he writes, uh, first of all, just started listening to you on Spotify. Love the show. Happy to know that we're on Spotify. I was a little worried about that. I had a little I trouble we getting us on, on Spotify. <laughs> but yeah, we've there. been on Spotify for a long time. I, when, I, when we switched over to Podbean, I, I didn't think it was hooking up, but apparently it did. Uh, okay. So, um, recently moved from Florida to Wisconsin. 
hearing that you, Anthony, just moved, how did your games and game-related stuff fare? My gaming consoles and games took up about a third of a large pod. These giant pods. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're all over the country, but you have these like you see yeah. them in, like people's yards. It's these giant pods, temporary storage, basically. Yes. Um, currently, the basement is around the country. Exactly. Uh, currently, the basement is broken down into the pinball arcade area. Then the yes. rest is a retro game pit with a bunch of moving blankets with the systems and related games and items for that system on them. It is freaking crazy to look at all the stuff. Great growing, great going through everything and tightening up the systems and locations, but rough as heck moving across the country with them. Uh, thanks again. Really dig you guys. M-O-W. He's got spelt like, you know, N-W-L. I like that. So yes. um, Zenbone, first of all, thank you very much for the email. Um, yes, thank you. Hopefully your, your move, everything went well. And, uh, and, you know, what, um, how do you have a lot of systems? So how have you done this multiple times? Uh, well, you know, it's obviously packing them correctly. Very important. You want to make sure that they're packed so they're not going to get damaged in the move. Um, I always, um, I always bubble wrap every system. Uh, they all go in separate bins. Uh, oh, really? You know, uh, well, not all separate. Like, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I put them all in a bin together. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. You know what I mean? Like I, I bin them. So gotcha. it's like bubble wrapped in bins, especially since most of my systems are loose. I don't have the original boxes. True. True. Um, for systems that I do have the original box, obviously put them back in the original box because that would be where they would be safest and travel. <laughs> um, the, the game, the games are the ones that I worry about more because like you can't wrap every game. So it's kind of like, they just get put in bins together mm -hmm. and then it's really just hoping and praying they get there. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, my, um, uh, as, as Zenboat said, yeah, uh, I'm still currently in the middle of my move. I am not done yet, ah, okay. but um, uh, so I am, I'm praying that all of my stuff arrives safely. So far, the last three times I have done it, uh, it has been successful. I have not had any issue. Um, I will say that, uh, and this is not for this podcast because it's not video game related. Um, I will never use U-Haul again after <laughs> this experience. Um, oh Laura, you know how you make enemies? I don't make it. They make enemies of me. But yes, I understand what you're talking about. Yes. U-Haul uh, is now my enemy. Well, let me throw out the new U-Haul uh, commercial. All righty. Uh, yes, absolutely. Please do that. Um, never again will I go anywhere near a U-Haul. So, um, but that's not a story for this podcast. I will just <laughs> say that uh, that uh, that is that is something that uh, I'm still fuming over. Fair enough. Uh, so, Fates have been um, tempted. Yeah, fates have been tempted. But the most important thing is obviously that you pack everything as safely as you possibly can um, in hopes that it gets there safely. I am hoping that my stuff, which is on the way, uh, which is on the way to uh, my new location, that it will arrive safely and everything will be fine. Um, that is still to be determined. Um, do you, I mean, I guess heavy, heavy labeling is a big deal. You know, just labeling, labeling is boxes. very important. It's like I label, I label every bin. Whenever you move, you should label everything. Do you? But, I was gonna say with games, do you like keep the wires with the systems for those that are loose? You don't have the original boxes, or do you have like a bin of yeah. systems, a bin of wires, and a bin of games? So I keep the wires with the system okay. just so I don't confuse any of them. Because some Fair of them, enough. like yeah, some of them, like they have third party, like oh. you know, 
plugs yeah. and stuff like that. So I want to make sure that I, I'm putting them with the right ones because you get the voltage mixed up and you blow a system. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I got like a PS3 wire and an Xbox somewhere. <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. So, so I do that. I do that just to be safe. Uh, the games all stay together. Um, Those are easy, and I, I'm not going to say that they stay like, you know, all my NES ones are together and mm-hmm. all my SNES ones together because, you know, like depending on the size of the bin, you can obviously like, oh, look, I can fit a few S, you know, yeah. Super Nintendo games in this bin and I can mm-hmm. fit a few, you know, Genesis games in this bin. So okay. they, they get mixed up in travel. But of course, um, that's really not the important thing. The important thing is that everything is packed safely and arrives safely, cool. which I am currently very worried about for my stuff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's go live to wherever the stuff is now. All right, well, uh, good luck. If and, I can uh, have a drone follow it across the country, I would. <laughs> and uh, knocking on wood here for you. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so that'll be a, an editorial that you can pay extra for to hear Anthony's rant on uh, on that part. Um, yep. All right, and we, got, <laughs> we got one final email here, actually also from Nathan, who uh, disagreed with me uh, on Breath of the Wild, and now he dares ask me a question, in my opinion. He writes, uh, hey, Larry, I remember you, you, Nathan. <laughs> I remember you talking a while ago about having a hard time finding splitter that works, HDMI splitters, to be exact. I'm in the same boat. Did you ever manage to find any? If so, please let me know. Thanks. Uh, so, Nathan, um, yeah, and notor- you know, notoriously, uh, as we talked about and as I've talked about in the last five years, uh, trying to find an HDMI splitter has been mm-hmm. like trying to find the lost city of gold. Uh, I have not found the right one. Um, I kind of wanted to use a Last Crusade, Indiana Jones, Last Crusade reference, but I couldn't think of it quick enough. You chose poorly. <laughs> she was a poor carpenter. It begins with, what was it? it begins with an eye. <laughs> right, wasn't it? Right? Yeah, Jehovah. Yeah. It begins with an eye. Um... So I have yet to find a proper splitter. And before I realized how easy it was to return stuff to Amazon, it would go from the Amazon facility, probably somewhere in Queens, right? To my mm-hmm. house on Long Island, to my television for about 30 minutes, and then straight to the bin and out to whatever landfill, either on Staten Island or wherever the landfills for Long Island go. Um, yes, I have because returning things in. Too much trouble. No, I didn't. Re- I-, I thought it would be and not realizing that Amazon actually makes returns very easy. Sometimes they just mm-hmm. give you the money back. and You don't have to send anything back. It's wild. Yep. Um, so I my biggest problem with the splitters right now, my problem with splitters is quantity as far as I can't find or I couldn't find mm-hmm. a splitter with enough inputs like normally they're like three four maybe five inputs to one output or one input to 23 outputs or whatever it's weird yeah so i was never find right to find the right one and then even then my biggest issue was always the auto switch the systems because of the power always auto auto switched it to a different system in the middle of gameplay because of the way the power is and the feed and everything so that was my biggest problem uh, the PS4 also gave me issues with actual display. Like, I couldn't actually get the PS4 to work with a splitter. So, fast forward now, I got a new television, right? And all... F- oh, this is before my old TV. Of the four inputs, two of them were 4K for some reason. 
and everything I had was 4K. So I was trying to, you know, that's what it was. I was trying to split 4K stuff. Now, right. my new TV still has four inputs, but all four are 4K. So that makes it a little bit easier. Uh, also, the TV comes with Apple TV installed in it. So I don't need a separate Apple TV 4K. Good friend of ours, uh, Rob um, from Staten Island, ended up with that. Um, so now what I've been looking for, which I ordered, is an HDMI splitter, but for like the old systems, the two analogs mm-hmm. that I have, a PS1, PS2, PS3, Xbox, Xbox 360, the VCS, Dreamcast, and Saturn. So all of those. And they don't okay. really give a lot of power. So I'm not too worried about auto switching. And I ordered a 16 splitter. A 16 wow. out 16 in one out splitter. That size-wise, that thing's got Oh, be huge. I don't know where I'm gonna put it. I don't know where I'm gonna put it, but I ordered it. And because right. Did I, you look at the dimensions when you ordered it? Why why would I? So analog, analog, <laughs> Sega, Sega, Xbox, Xbox. PlayStation, PlayStation, PlayStation. I can never, I can never get my hand to go all the way. Uh, PlayStation. With that finger? I don't know. It's, it's like this. I don't know. It's like fuse. I can net, like I can do Your this, dead. but I can't do this. So I end up doing this or the European way. Analog yeah, Sega, t- PlayStation. T- hold the, hold the pinky down. No, I do. No, it's, it's fine. Oh, you just hear a crack. I just, I can't. <laughs> it just won't go no, up. But like, no, no, no. But you should use your thumb to hold the pinky down. No, no. Oh no no that yeah but I'm trying to do I'm trying to show four. Oh, you're trying to you show, know when you count. Well then, then use your thumb to hold. The Wait a minute, here. you've never gone one two three four. One two three four. Okay, yeah, one two three. Four. <laughs> That's four. not four. <laughs> three and a half. Just do this or a quarter. I can't get it. To, I can't get this just, one to just, just, Can you do this? <laughs> Keep your ring finger no, down. No, I can do that. Up. There's nothing physically wrong with the. Well, I might have cracked years ago. No, All right. There's no, no, no. There's in, there, there, there's something physically wrong with that finger. <laughs> in college, I punched a, a cement wall because I was very mad at something. Shocking. And I'm pretty sure I have a hairline fracture in this fist for the last twenty something years. Because every now and again, and if I make a fist, no, God, why would I? So every time I go to make a fist, every once in a while, I get like the shooting pain through it. But I'm pretty sure that's why I can't. I can't do that. Okay, and so that's one, God two, three, truth. five. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to say four anymore. Four, three. Anyway, I got at least ten other systems. To hook up to this television because PS4, mm-hmm. Xbox, and Switch are, all have their own dedicated inputs. And right. then I'm gonna get the I'm getting the Intellivision Amico. I'm gonna eventually get uh, two more analog uh, systems. So I need to future prep this thing. So I figure 16 inputs should be enough. Um, it okay. won't be. And no, uh, Nathan, be. I just ordered the splitter uh, actually before we started recording. So. Um, I'll let you know when I get it, which should be this week. So the following week, I'll give you an update and I'll let you know what landfill. So it on ends next up week's in. podcast, we're going to hear what landfill Larry sent that HDMI splitter to. Basically, yeah. No. All right. Well, best of luck with that. But I'm still looking. It's been oh, I can't believe HDMI's are so difficult. But in any event, I never have a problem with an HDMI splitter doing an auto switch because it's not that hard to just switch it to. No, 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 no. I do, but then it ends up switching it back, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why. Once the console is on? 
the cons a lot of these consoles sleep. That's the problem. No, no, no. I understand that. But what I'm saying is when you turn the console on to play, yeah. that's when you switch the HDMI. No, no, no. I'm aware of that. And then it should and it should stay on the active not console. If that's a, what I'm saying. Not if a stronger system ends up taking over the port. That's what okay. I'm saying. Then you shut down the other systems. I have. I don't know what to tell you. I have. It's been an issue this whole time. Plus, like I said, PS4. At the time, I was trying to hook up my newer systems. And the PS4 wasn't running properly. It's something to do with the PS4. Next week's unpopular opinion. Larry doesn't know how to work HDMI. That is as far as incorrect as possible. But be that as it may, (laughs) fifth anniversary, last show. So that's all I'm... It was a a good run. (laughs) But in any event, I'll let you know next week, Nathan, uh, how it goes. Uh, You'll probably hear my head explode. You can see my nice little tube TV back there. (laughs) That's what I need. And whatever system that's supposed to be. I guess a Nintendo. (laughs) All right. You know what? It's our anniversary, but I think there's some birthdays as well to talk about. Let's, Let's try and trek on here. Yeah, we got a quick, a couple of quick ones. And these are, these are, these are um, retro birthdays from their release in Japan, which in all honesty, like to me, that's the real release of a game because that's when it first comes out. Nowadays, um, yes. You know, that 15 yeah. years ago, maybe not, but nowadays, yeah. yeah. But nowadays it's like, yeah, you don't really look at when it came out in the US because it always came out, comes out a little bit later. Well, and the world is a lot smaller now. So. And the world is a lot smaller. We're shrinking. We sure are. So. So we've got two retro birthdays. One of them, Larry, can probably speak to more than I can. Oh, here we go. Um, and so we'll start with that one first. So celebrating its 20th retro birthday, released on July 21st, 2001 for the Game Boy Advance, Mario Kart Super Circuit. Oh, yes. Great game. First handheld uh, Mario Kart game. And, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the Game Boy Advance was basically a Super Nintendo in your hand. And Super yeah. Circuit, to this day, a lot of the courses, I think even in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, a couple of them are from the Game Boy Advance. And yeah. to be able to play that game uh, on the road, ironically, playing a racing game, uh, yeah, great game, great graphics, great designs. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head like which characters maybe debuted in the series in that one. Um, I do also, not know that. Yeah, also, unfortunately, I really didn't play with the Game Boy Advance, not until the DS and the 3DS because of their wireless capability. I never really played multiplayer Game Boy games. Um, mm. And I knew a lot of people who had other Game Boys. We just never had the wire or there wasn't enough of us who had because everyone had to have a copy of the game. But as a solo um, venture, yeah, Super Circuit phenomenal i believe it's available on wii u i want to say yes through the virtual console again that is an absolute must buy uh especially if you're into the super circuit uh, Super Circuit, the mario kart series and um you know that eventually leading into like mario kart 7 which was on the D, uh, 3ds so definitely definitely great game and have what did you say 20th right yeah 20th 2001 yep game yeah. well worth it still stands the test the test of time all right, cool. Well, thank you for that. And I, I'm looking to see if there was somebody who was, you know, I knew, but I don't think there was. You know, you you can talk about the. I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah, because the characters the in the game were well. Here, I'll make it easy. The characters in the game, I believe, have all were all from actually 
Mario, the Mario Kart or Mario Kart 64. So it was Mario, Luigi, Peach, Toad, Yoshi, Donkey Kong, Mario, and Bowser. It doesn't look like they really ventured out. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, looking at you're right. They really didn't. But uh, which is fine. Uh, but uh, but which still. is fine because it was the first one on the Game Boy Advance. So Absolutely. That's all. Absolutely. Okay. So, so that is our that is our retro birthday for that one. Our other retro birthday probably means more towards me, even though I still haven't played this game and I've owned it for a very long time. <laughs> um, we are also celebrating the 20th retro birthday. It released on, where is the date here? Uh, July 19th, 2001. Um, I, I'm talking about one of the best RPG franchises of all time. Final Fantasy X is 20 oh, years yes. old. Yes. Yeah, released on the PlayStation 2 way back when. Never um, played it. And again, I've never played it. And I know it was one of the very few Final Fantasy games to get a sequel. Yeah. Because there's a direct Final sequel. Fantasy X2. Yep. Yeah. There was a direct sequel to Final Fantasy X because it was so well, it was so well liked. Um, and I remember playing the opening of it because you're playing in some, you're playing like this, like, I don't know how to explain it. Some dodgeball y kind of game, but you're kind of <laughs> yeah, flying right. yeah, through yeah, the yeah. air and playing. Yep. Like, like I remember playing through the opening. Um, and then unfortunately, like I just kind of didn't go back and it wasn't because I didn't like it. It's just because I wanted to try it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, Ooh, I have to get back to this. And then something else caught my attention. Did because, you buy it? You know, or it was like a demo. No, I bought it. Oh, okay. But I bought it like this was years later. I didn't buy it when I first. Oh, okay. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. So, um, but I do remember my cousin, my cousin, Michael would raved about 10. He's like, you have to play 10. You have to play 10. It's awesome. And I, Sadly, 20 years later, have not. So, sorry, Michael. I promise I'll get around to it. <laughs> well, uh, it's been definitely been re-released a few times, so that's good. Makes oh, it easier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you you can you can grab it on other systems now. I want to say so. Oh yeah, no, yeah, it can yeah, switch so, on everything. Yeah. Yeah. So keep an eye out for Final Fantasy X if you haven't played it. Now that it is 20 years old, so happy retro birthday to wow. them. Uh, and then our last retro birthday for this week's episode is a very special retro birthday as we've discussed already we are celebrating our fifth retro birthday yes uh as a weekly podcast absolutely and uh five years and like anthony said in the beginning kind of sort of a little bit more than five years but as a regular yeah. yeah as a regular as series a regular weekly podcast five years we have been doing this every week for five years yeah um you know, and if you don't know Larry by now, after five years, oh man, I talking with him, yeah, dealing with him weekly. Wow, Rude. it's quite the challenge. Uh, <laughs> um, I think you're the one. And who is that an unpopular me. opinion? I'm pretty you sure you you approached me. <laughs> um, but in any event, mm -hmm. five and years. I haven't been able to, and I haven't been able to get rid of you since. <laughs> five, five years. Um, you know, doing. What I personally, I can right now, I'm personally speaking, I love podcasting. I love doing podcasting. I, mm -hmm. I started doing it a couple years before this. That's how it all came yes. about. I was doing my own podcast every now and again. Wasn't even doing anything regularly. Well, kind of semi-regularly. Uh, more of the same, Wrestle World, Pop Culture Connection. These are all totally defunct shows that I still have the episodes mm -hmm. for. Um, actually, on my YouTube page, More365, you can go check out a lot of the old stuff. Because it all, most of it all went on YouTube as audio. Um, yeah. And then 
aunt had his first time moving back to New York. He, um, you know, we got together a couple times and, you know, I obviously I told him about the podcast and I had him on originally just, uh, I think it was when we went to the, um, festival, right? When we went to the Renaissance festival, I think it was the first time you and I got together on a podcast. Yes. Not gaming related. So, um, so we did that. that, had a fun time. Uh, well, Ant had a fun time. Well, so did I, but that was like Anthony's first experience with it. And then the next time we got together, we talked about video games. And then that's when Ant's like, hey, look, why don't we maybe try and do this regularly? Um, talk about something that we both enjoy. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah. And, and uh, the rest is history. Here we are. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And it's uh, been no, and it's been a great it's been a great five years. A lot of laughs, a uh, lot of a lot of reminiscing. If anything, this is probably saving me from Alzheimer's. So no, sure. honestly, so. probably you know because we're you know we're we're we're, we're working that memory. Um, uh, I can blame the podcast for um, putting me into crippling debt with all yes. the games. Well, I guess I can blame the podcast and game on uh, with all the games I've picked up because now I've gone be- above and beyond just trying to buy back the stuff I used to own that I ended up losing in Sandy because yes. now because yes. now. Wait, 21, 20, 19, 18, 17, 16. Yeah, so we started after Sandy, yeah. So when we started the podcast, we, it was all memories, yeah. right? Well, you had your stuff. I definitely did not have mine. I still had my stuff, but I didn't have all of my stuff from when I was younger because, again, when Funko Land came around, yep. it became a thing to trade stuff in. So I traded a lot of my old stuff in. Which so it really was like, yeah, was and, and I, it's, yeah, which was fine. And then at some point I decided, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stop doing that. And then I went mm-hmm. back and started recollecting what yeah. I had traded away. Um, so, yeah. So by the time we started this podcast, it's like I was, you know, I still, I had a healthy collection mm-hmm. um, of systems and games. Uh, obviously that has grown exponentially over the last five years. Um, so, but I couldn't be happier. I really couldn't. No, I it, look, run. I get all joking aside. I know he, he gives me grief. Um, Every week, but um, you know, I've known me and Anthony known each other. That's my job. God, since what ninety four, right? I was a freshman. You were a junior, and um, yeah, ninety four, ninety five. We are we are celebrating like our twenty seventh, right? It's like so, our twenty seventh retro birthday, something like that. Yeah, with, with us uh, as friends, and um, you know, it all started over video games, and well, video games and wrestling, but yeah. video games. Um, almost getting mugged yeah. and having all my games stolen on the way back from his house for yes. the first time. <laughs> and um you chose to walk home back when uh, back in back when walking home was still allowed honestly I, I was able to do you know i could have taken the bus but you know me and me and my buddy were like you know let's just walk home what the heck i was actually in mm-hmm. somewhat and you paid for normal it. shape yeah well he just took a watch that's all a couple a couple bucks but the backpack full of super yes. nintendo games were safe um but with the podcast uh, <laughs> I was gonna say with the podcast, uh, some some fun memories of the podcast. Uh, first of all, I'll just mention um, discovering Game On. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to them big time because they have been. I mean, there's a lot of game stores that have you know kind of helped us out without knowing they've helped us out. Um, but me personally, Game On, and I became friends with Tristan, Jay, and a lot of the guys and gals that have come through there, and a lot of the customers. Um, and my love originally was because of the podcast, kind of just looking for stuff. But now it's, you know, like we've talked about, like maybe 
next time Anthony's in town, we might actually do something from game on, um, you know, with the podcast. So that would be awesome. Oh, totally. Totally. And Tristan already was like, Hey, you know, good to go. Um, another fun memory, uh, was, uh, our, and we've had friends on throughout the years, but like our actual only legitimate guest, Dr. Anthony Bean, um, talking mm-hmm. about Zelda. So that was an interesting one. Uh, yes, me that was great. having to go up against a PhD and I think someone who started working on a PhD or a couple of masters. I don't know, I forget what you have. And yeah, I was just going to say you're, you're challenged every week. <laughs> I know. Listen, that episode, I'm like, I'm out, I'm tapping out. You know, Anthony's coming up with these great questions. I'm like, so which controller was your favorite Zelda? Um, you know, is what it is. But, uh, of course, I mean, the, the virtual boy being destroyed, um, which I still own and I still have the pieces to. We'll never you frame that. We'll never. I can forget my own name, but I'll never forget that moment of that virtual boy being destroyed. I know that that I have to say, definitely a highlight or low light of the series <laughs> of, of the show for sure. Um, uh, it, it, I would say it pained me to do it, but you know, the joy on my face and that clip really kind of just shines through. So I can't. I can't even lie. Mm. Um, but yes, that just starting, just I remember starting the podcast and like sitting on your couch and doing the first one. And it was, I think the first one was like all of like 15 minutes. Um, oh yeah. And the, you doing... know, and the first, the, the first ones yeah. we did were short. They were like 20 minutes or less. Totally. We would just, we would talk about a quick topic and we'd be done. Mm-hmm. Really fun. Um, Frankie having, you know, our good friend Frankie on the show several times. Um, oh, definitely was really fun, mostly because not just because, you know, he's also avid gamer, a big fan of our show, you know, and, and an amazing friend, but never knowing when we were going to have to bleep him. No, he has <laughs> oh, no filter. Always Good Lord. And that's what I, but that's what I love about him. I really I love had, it. It's like, it's, all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay. We'll leave that out. Oh, I had we'll to bleep, bleep him okay. on an uncensored show. So go figure that one out. But yeah. So anyway. Um, yeah, so just having Frankie on the show, and again, like uh, to me, a lot of the uh, a lot of the memories I like, aside from you know, obviously doing this with you, a lot of the great memories I have are just the friends we have on the show. You know what I mean? Like, and these are friends going all the way back to childhood. You know, you know, um, you know, our, my our friend Anthony, you know, mm-hmm. who I've been friends with since kindergarten. You know, mm-hmm. he's popped up on the show once or twice. Uh, my friend Rich, who I went to grammar school with, also I've known that long, and his wife Trish, having them on the show, having you know new our new buddy jack on the show to uh, to tech to tech up the place yep um and to to shame you um <laughs> with and all the they're... stuff that you waste you waste your money on <laughs> i'm gonna get him to make me a mister um um and now they're my friends and like i've you know been introduced to these wonderful people through you so that's awesome too but um yeah like what else what else some good like you think like what are some of the great like moments? Is there a moment or two or anything like that? Um, well, you know, hearing your hearing your rants about limited run games was always fun because I love I, I, anything that I can anything that I was able to needle you on was always entertaining <laughs> to me. Um, you, because again, my... again, it's just like it, it's just part of the show. It's part of our banter. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, of course. I know. Um, I never brought. I never mentioned it outside of the show. Yeah. No. No, of course not. Uh, <laughs> you know, I enjoy those. I enjoy you know even thinking back to like you know. Just the random, uh, just the random live streams we would do, um, the giveaways that people mm. would take part of, um, were always fun. Like we gave away, you know, an NES Mini at one point, which was we kind of awesome. We did give away an NES Mini. We did when they were hard to find. 
when they were hard to find, we gave one away, which was really cool. Um, and uh, yeah, no, just like, it, it, it's really hard to, it's really hard to narrow down specific ones because you actually pointed out like a few, like the virtual, the, the virtual boy war that we went through for like a year was awesome. Um, the annual challenges that we put up, even though like the last one we did is kind of DOA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one, we have to kickstart it in 2022 for something else. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think we should. I think maybe we should call it on that one because <laughs> I, I, I've won again. Uh, oh no, no, we're not, we're not do, doing it like that. If we're gonna, if we're calling it, then it's a draw. Uh, th- th- I think we can call that one a draw and move on. Yes, <laughs> uh, I think it's fine. Even though I did finish more games than you Watch did. Watch now, I saw beating everything. Yeah, it was like a paltry like ten or whatever it was. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it's just been it's been overall a very fun ride. Um, and as you can see, my background today is actually the original graphic yes. I drew for the website. I'm not true, but created for the website. My and again, my web, you know, my graphic skills are absolutely subpar. Um, hey, listen, so, your Bohemian Rhapsody is gorgeous. Yes, from Mario Paint 20, 30 <laughs> years ago. At some point, I will track that down and put it on our page. Um, <laughs> and then it'll promptly get pulled because of licensing rights. Oh, so, yeah, um, yeah. We'll have to put something else. Me and you will have to sing it. I think that'll be okay. Mm, I wonder if that would work. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. So that's why I put the, the graphic up, you know, just to, you know, all time say five mm-hmm. years. I'm going to pull the graphic down uh, because I do want to share something with you. And I know, like, you know, how. You can kind of lose images yeah. and stuff like that. But um, so I'm going to turn this off because to celebrate the, uh, where, to celebrate. Shinjiro our, Miyamoto is behind him, tied up and gagged. That is correct. <laughs> no, to celebrate our uh, fifth anniversary, I got you a little something. Oh, what? Um, and I, can I didn't know thank we were doing this. Guys, I can thank the guys at uh, Lost Levels Video Game Shop and Arcade. Oh. Um, which is a new place that I found in Fullerton, California. Uh, really cool place to get a really nice shop set up. And in the back, they do have an arcade with some Ooh. games that you can play. Very nice. So, which is really cool. Very uh, cool. You know, hard to see images. Yeah, but, a little focus. That's all right. Yeah, they're a little blurry. But anyway, Lost Levels in Fullerton, California. If you happen to be in the area, you should definitely check mm-hmm. them out. But Larry, I thought I would get you something a little special. And I know how big of a fan you are of Castlevania. I know it is not something from Castlevania 2. Oh, good. <laughs> um, but I got you a really cool um, Castlevania shadow box. Oh, my God. From Pixel Frames. That is awesome. And, and I, went with the, uh, I went with the Grim Reaper one because it looked cooler than the Dracula one. Had, yeah, so. no, 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 definitely. So I, know, I know there's some No, that's all right. Yeah, we got it. You see it that way. Oh, my God. So, I feel like such a heel. Thank you. You are a heel. So there you go. I didn't think we were doing this, uh, like exchanging stuff. That's okay. I was gonna try. I was gonna try and mail it to you, but um, my week has been taken up with distractions, mostly by you all, and we won't get into that. Uh, <laughs> well, I appreciate that truly. Thank you. So happy fifth anniversary, oh, Larry. All right, I gotta go shopping now. <laughs> you don't need to go shopping. So very thank but, uh, you. I will. Uh, I, I won't. That. I will mail that to you. Awesome. I like that. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I got you nothing. So there you go. I know. So thank you. Well, the, basically, I bought you that just to make you feel like this. No, one. I do. I did. Like I said, I, did, I truly feel like <laughs> we're going to have a discussion afterwards. Um, so, uh, but no, thank you. And, and I think the, the last part to thank is, you know, we've done like we've broadcasted from Barcade in Brooklyn. We have broadcasted mm-hmm. from the uh, the Long Island Retro Gaming Buffalo. Expo a couple of times, a few times. Actually. And Buffalo Wild Wings. I was going to say Buffalo <laughs> Wild Wings we've done. And uh, I know we've done another one live somewhere. I can't remember where it was. Um, 
Oh, we did the um, well. You weren't there for this one, but there was a uh, aviation um, out in Brooklyn. Oh yes, uh, yes. Aviator Field uh, did a wonderful um, convention. Actually, uh, met some people there. Uh, J- I always get his letters mixed up. J H A collect collectibles or. Mm-hmm. Now that I mention it, I gotta find uh, him. Um, but um, uh, what about uh, what about um, the BGM gaming? Who's the one who's always correcting you on the show? <laughs> First of all, JHA Collectibles. Okay. Um, I met there. Actually, picked up a copy in box of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Whoa, what? Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Rabbit. Rabbit. Uh, and then fine and funny. We don't have to go into details, but funny enough, you actually uh, know his girlfriend. So. You worked with her. That's right. Yeah. That's so correct. Small world. <laughs> Very small world in that sense. Um, CBM underscore gaming. There you go. CBM um, gaming. Yes. No. Um, you know, definitely the like between him and Jake Jack and uh, everyone who, um, you know, with the with Jake the mods, Jack. with the mods and everything. Um, we've met some great people. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh and Brandon from Victims and Villains, of course, of course, can't forget them. Uh, and um, you know, next week we're gonna have some other some other people on the show. We'll talk about it a little later. But bottom line, you know, with, with those remote streams, I love doing those remote ones. Um, oh, I want to even real quick, then we'll move on. Uh, I remember one of the most fondest memories was me um, doing some recordings. I don't remember if you did them as well. But documenting when uh, the Super NES Mini went on sale, and I showed up to Best Buy at midnight, and mm-hmm. and spent the entire night and kind of every yep. hour checking in, <laughs> and you know uh, interviewing some people there who were there from like eight p.m. the night before or something like that. Yep. Um, and we both ended up picking up like twelve systems or something like that. It was very well, yeah, because I, I went. I think I went at like four thirty in the morning with somebody I worked with, and yeah. we picked up. We literally picked up one at Best Buy, and then we looked across the way. At, oh, it was at Walmart, whatever it was. Like we picked one up, and then we walked across the way. Oh, we looked across the way at Best Buy because okay. it was in the same strip mall. Yeah, and we're like, hey, what's going on over there? And there was no line, and they were like, yeah, do you want one? And I'm like, sure. We wound up like getting like six each. <laughs> I got I got one at Best Buy. We were, a bunch of us ran over to Target, got one. I ordered two yeah. online while I was waiting there. That was a long night. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the two online. I forgot about the two online that I ordered, too. Long night, but a fun night. I think those are still up somewhere, too. It was a fun night. It definitely was a fun night. And then, of course, like you just reminded me of one of the the best live streams we ever did was from Game On when I I went live while you were finishing Kung Fu. So, funny story. (laughs) Yes. So the Except bit, you didn't finish Kung Fu. No, I did. I, I, if you go back and watch, I, I never beat Kung Fu, so I'm at Game On playing Kung Fu on the NES, and I beat Mr. X, and I'm like, oh, I win, but I completely forgot that you had to complete the level. You had to walk to the stairs to walk to complete to the level, yes. and I didn't complete it. So a couple weeks ago, my cousin comes over with my godson and his little brother. My godson's 10, his little brother's mm-hmm. 7, 8 now, or 12, I don't know how old he is. In any event, um, so they watched some of the videos, and they kept asking me, what's that game you hate? I want to play that game you hate. And I'm like, I don't know which one you're talking about. What are you talking about? And they're like, you know, the one the one you couldn't finish. I was like, what? You know, the the, the karate one. And I'm like, how did you remember that from like a couple of years ago? I'm like, he's like, and my cousin's like, they watch your videos. <laughs> so they're like, we want to play it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you're like a celebrity. <laughs> I hope so to them. But uh, it was just pretty funny that oh, they remember man. that. Um, so yeah, lots of memories, awesome more to come. 
and um, a lot more to come from a different and from a different location eventually. Yes, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, I will eventually my, move into my new apartment, and hopefully, I'll get my podcasting area back uh, in a couple months. So, mm-hmm. which would I'm be in nice. the process of setting right up in my new place now. There you go. And with that being said, and I guess we can get ready to wrap this up. I think we got some things here. Um, got, I know I got, got some. Yeah. You got yeah, and I got I got actually something significant. And there's really? a story with it too, so cool. you have to start. All right, I'll start with this. Um, Contra, favorite series of all of time. I, I've definitely mentioned this before. Um, the Contra version on this Famicom is, I mean, it plays the same as our version, but like the uh, the the Famicom has cutscenes. The boards are animated. It's actually pretty cool. So there was like a variant, if you want to call it that. But there's another variant mm-hmm. of Contra that was out there over in Europe. Uh, Germany had a wacky law that prevented uh, game vi- violence in video games. So when Contra was released over in Europe, they renamed it Probotector. Yeah. And you can actually play this version on the Contra collection on the Switch, the Xbox, and the PlayStation. Uh, they replaced... Um, mm-hmm. Oh, do I have... Can you see them in the shot? I don't know if you can see them in the shot. Uh, you can't, because I got the pop vinyls of Contra. Oh, here they are. Bill and Lance. So they replaced Bill and Lance. Awesome pop vinyls, by the way. Um, with a couple of robots in this game. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that now I finally had my hands on a boxed version of Probotector. And I am very nice. happy about this. Very nice. Again, it's a European version, PAL version. So we'll probably run a little weird on the on the NES. The card itself, I mean, amazing. Looks wow. gorgeous. That's an excellent shape. And I would like to thank uh, Martin Finch, <laughs> who decided to write his name way back when <laughs> on the box. Thank you, Martin Finch. But for, that's okay. But, hey, you should thank Martin Finch because he really took care of that. He sure did. So um, so I'm very happy to say I now own a box copy of Probotector. Nice. On all right. Well, congratulations on so, that. Very cool. And that's really all I um, it's really all I really could have afforded this week. <laughs> okay. So, well, fair so. enough. Well, normally I'm not the person to say that I went out and went yeah. shopping. Uh, well, you but, bought three uh, castles, I, so... I, I bought three castles and and a pixel frame thing for you. So. You did, you did. So what? Oh god! What else more can I buy? Right, Link. Ugh, oh, so. what? Oh, did you bought another um, cat. Okay. <laughs> no, he 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 wants he wants some shoulder love. Yeah, he does. Look at him. He's gonna fall asleep, folks. That's what he does. He does. This is what he does now. He just like kind of sleeps on my shoulder. Look, look at that. I do not want to be filmed. I did not sign an agreement. I do not want to be filmed. I just want to sleep here. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you're gonna have to go away because I'm gonna have to fix the So. Here is the story. I do not know if you remember this, but a year ago, when the PlayStation 5 was first coming out, Mm -hmm. I had mentioned on the show that, um, well, let let me rewind. Uh, I had mentioned on the show about around that time that I had secured another console. And Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. And I told you that I would eventually release said information and show the console. Oh, thank God I forgot about it. So, okay. Well, everybody forgot about it because it's been almost a year. So here's what happened. So I, when the PlayStation five pre-orders went on sale, I picked one up for myself. Mm -hmm. 
my friend Mike, who I game with um, mm-hmm. on uh, the, the PS4, um, he couldn't get his hands on the pre-order. And I w- so after I got my pre-order, I was trying to get another one because um, we were both doing it at the same time. And he wasn't able to get it, but I did. So I said, dude, I was like, I got your pre-order, you're a set. I was like, just send me the money. And he's like, oh, he's like, you know, he's like, instead, you know, so he's like, hey, he's like, you know what? Instead of sending you the money, I have a console that I was going to put up on eBay. He's like, barter system. Okay. I go, what if we barter? I will give you the, I will give you this console and then you buy the PlayStation 5. So I told him deal. I was like, uh, because the console that he had value wise was probably, it was probably, it's probably close. I think it's probably close. Okay. um, Considering. So, um, so he was going to mail it to me in Florida because I was living in Florida at the time. But then he said, he's like, you know what? He's like, I'm not going to mail it. Instead, I will come visit you when the pandemic's over and all that stuff. Obviously the pandemic didn't, and then until I really oh, this got is all then. It. Okay, I got you. Yeah, when we were this was all two weeks. So like, <laughs> right, exactly. So time goes by. You know, I moved back. Now I moved yeah. back to LA um, before everything got cleared up for travel, mm-hmm. whatever. So now I'm back here. So he's like, oh, he's like, well, since you're here, and he's already had his PlayStation Five, obviously since launch. He lives in LA. Delivered to him. He lives in LA. Okay. Yes. So so we went out to dinner um, last weekend. Uh, we, we we actually Lost Levels was where we went. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, there, there was a group of us, Mike included. We went to Lost Levels, and then we went to uh, we went to an arcade after that called mm-hmm. uh, Nickel Nickel or something like that. <laughs> so arcade hopping, um, I like it. Yeah. So went there. Nickel Nickel. Uh, I love that name for an arcade. <laughs> yeah. And then we went. I, I know. And then we went to dinner. And then after dinner, he's like, "Oh, he's like, I have something for you." And I'm like, "What?" He's like, brings out a box, and he's like, "Remember this?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." I was like, "I completely <laughs> forgot." So. So I opened it up and everything. I was really excited. But now, you know, I'm very proud to announce that I officially have another retro console oh in my collection. And I'm going to share it with you. If Link would not sit on it. <laughs> Make sure no one takes it. Yeah. And so right now it sounds like, like it might be the only system you can play. <laughs> it might it might be at the moment. Um, bastard. Uh, so, uh, I would like to say, and I would also like to say before I reveal it is that this is a console in which I have never played before, not a single game, not even through ROMs or anything. Hmm. Never played this one before. I can't even venture to guess. Ready? It's gotta be something old. Yeah. It's definitely something old because it is an Atari. Oh my God. You know, in my head, I'm going, I wonder if it's a Jaguar. But it's why would Jaguar. anyone want a Jaguar? <laughs> but that right? is a Jaguar. So, I got myself nice. an Atari Jaguar. Nice. So, I like that's it. That's really awesome. I do yes, like very it. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I have not I have not hooked it up yet. I'm waiting to get to my new place before I okay. start doing all that. Fair enough. But, yeah. So Atari Jaguar. That looks nice. great. And I don't know if you remember the I don't know if you remember the Atari Jaguar controller. But God, do I, I look at that yes. monster. Look at this thing. Because if you remember, like there's overlays again, on it, right? Well, yeah, they went with that whole Intellivision mm-hmm. type of setup where you overlay for yep, the game you that you're playing. Yep. You know, you put the little, yeah, you put the piece I in stay and then obviously like it's all extra buttons. Look at that. So. That is awesome. Oh, that so. is awesome. It's funny too, man. I was at game on the other day and he has like in box Jaguar. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. maybe next time if no one buys it. But that's cool. Any games? Oh, but, but wait. 
and the Ames. Oh, <laughs> but wait, so, there's more. I was gonna say, wait, wait, the Jaguar himself isn't. Uh, really quickly, he threw in randomly, and this is—I <laughs> just thought this was funny. Not hey, Jaguar related, but compared to last week's story, remember you made that story last week. Someone uh, was it? Um, Funstock is uh, putting out new, re-releasing Jaguar games. Jaguar games. So go. it was fitting that that's when I picked yeah. this up. Um, he also found this and just threw it in. It is a Super Mario Galaxy free commemorative launch coin. Oh, that's awesome. So he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, I just found this. He's like, you can have it. So um, I'm jealous. I, I collect coins like yeah. that. That is awesome. Yeah. And here's the uh, certificate of authenticity. Oh, that is cool. So very cool. cool. Yep. Uh, and again, just a random. Ad, no, so that is like, awesome. I like that. That. Um, hold on. Okay. So game wise. Now, I'm not going to lie. I pretty much don't know most of these games. So <laughs> Only a lot of like, people do. Yeah, so anybody watching or listening, if you know Atari Jaguar games, you can probably tell me better. The Jaguar. Um, but the first one I have here is called Ruiner Pinball. Okay, I, I believe that's a pinball game. I believe it's a pinball game as well, since it's called Ruiner Pinball. <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, a, I'm gonna take your word for it. The uh, controllers are so. Uh, I mean, their games are so weird looking too. They have that handle up on top. Yeah. And then here's another game called Raiden, not Mortal Kombat related. Raid, if that's the Raiden I'm thinking of, that looks like that is a uh, shoot 'em up. It, if that's I think, the Raiden I believe I'm it's a shoot 'em up game. Great series. Not, Great series. Okay. So those are those are the two games that I got. Plus more. Now we're gonna get into because of course my friend Mike is super awesome. Now we're getting into games where he gave me original boxes. Oh, like, wow. Like Trevor McFur in the Crescent Ga- Galaxy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are Trevor McFur. I would look at that. Boy, Danny. Yeah. Danny. yeah. Exactly. So oh, Trevor wow. McFur in the Crescent Galaxy. Yeah, they got some great platforming games. This one you might know, because I think this might have come out on other systems, or at least I remember this one. Uh, Bubsy in Fractured Furry Tales. Oh, yeah. No, Bubsy series was going has been going for a while. Yeah. yeah exactly. Awesome. So, and the boxes are in great shape. Yeah, they're looking. So, yeah. And they do and they do have um they do have uh what you call it? The uh the games and the instructions and everything. I hope the games are in them. Which is yeah, awesome. Cool. Um so another game called Hover Strike. Okay. Which, which again, took advantage of the whole 64-bit 3D kind of thing. You know, Quote it's unquote. like that first person. Very cool. Kind of, you're in the cockpit. Very cool. Really cool. Okay. This one looks interesting because of the cover. Um, Ultra Vortech. Not Vortex. <laughs> Vortech, I believe. But it's got oh, some demon-y kind of thing that, going on. That looks creepy. And so again, uh, it's a fighter. Okay. So... Interesting. So I think you're fighting as like demons and stuff. Which oh, yeah, look at that. Cool. Very cool. Okay. Oh, like Lord no, Zed there not for that. a second. Uh, super burnout for the Jaguar. Okay. Very cool. So nice motorcycle. Nice. Then we have, uh, and I remember this game too. It's uh, it's one of those like uh, puzzly kind of board mm-hmm. game thingies. Zoop. Oh, I had Zoop. I think, Zoop, I think, was like the last yeah. PlayStation game I bought. Yeah, yeah, it's Zoop. a fun. I run a Zoop on the PlayStation. Yep, that's a fun. <laughs> and it says, "Zoop, America's largest killer of time." <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting too. It says Atari and Viacom Multimedia. Yeah, Viacom. Yep. 
Yeah, I remember that was like that time, like some weird, yeah, some weird companies were in, were publishing games. All right, uh, I have I have two more. Okay, so he really loaded me up here. No, I uh, like it, Tempest. Man. Oh, classic. Classic. classic, classic. I just started. It's funny too. I just started playing Tempest three thousand. I got on PlayStation. I forgot how yeah, good Tempest go. so is. Tempest. Because also now I'm starting to learn how to play but, it. Yeah. Last but not least, Wolfenstein three D. Nice. <laughs> Kill those Nazis. Oh yeah. Look at that. There he so, is. Yep. So and if you so you can see over here. Wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games, and an Atari Jaguar. Thank that you very great. much, Mike. I'm awesome. very, very happy with this collection. I'm not going to lie to you. When you just showed the the system in my head, I'm like, I don't know if you got an even trade on that. But now with the games, I think you actually made out better. Actually, you did make uh, out better. So I think I think I did. Absolutely. Um, but uh, but again, that wasn't the point of it. No, of so course not. The point of it was I'm a trade with that. friends. Um, and he did tell me. He did tell me. He's like, if you sell any of this stuff, I will kill you. <laughs> um, to which I told him he does not have to worry about that because it's going in my collection. Absolutely. So, that is very yes. cool. Very cool. Well, congratulations. Yeah, You're that, now a Jaguar owner. I am. And I cannot wait to play it and say, huh, glad I didn't buy it back then. <laughs> a Jaguar. See, now you got to get a Jaguar CD. Yes, that'll be next I on the can't list. Even and imagine what those go for. I don't even want to know how much that costs. Honestly, <laughs> a well, dollar. Maybe. Very cool. <laughs> I think the first time, uh, yeah, first time we really mentioned Jaguar big time because uh, I certainly don't have exactly. One. So I, I need to die. I need to do a deep dive into these games. <laughs> I think you'll like Raiden. Raiden's really cool. I'm, I'm jealous about that one. Yeah. All right. right. Say it again. Uh, yeah, uh, I can get it. I I can get a Jaguar CD on eBay. Let's see. Super 550 well. for a loose one. Oof. Uh 1350 for a boxed one. Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> you're I think, good. I, you know what? I, I think I'm fine. I don't think I've I don't, I don't even remember the last good Jaguar CD game that's been out there. So you're fine. They only they to my understanding, I believe they only released 12 games yeah, on the it, CD, including Mist. Mist was one of them. Mm, yeah, it didn't hold up too well. <laughs> no. So all righty. So, so anyway, good stuff. I'm very happy with that collection. So thank good you, stuff. Mike. No, totally, totally good stuff. I'm very jealous. And um, with that, for be. the 240th episode and the fifth anniversary, we're going to start to wrap things up. Before we finish up completely, just want to make a programming note. Next week for episode 241, friend of mine, uh, a friend of the show, and a gentleman who um, very funny uh, will be on the show next week. Um, good friend Felix from Flexo Productions. Uh, you can find him on social media at Dominican Stone Cold. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. And he's very, very funny. Uh, he'll be on the show next week. We'll be, again, more reminiscent. What is that? What is that? Where are you at I'm now? Moving. Wasn't that the I'm other? Weren't you there two weeks ago? I was, to, and now I'm back. Back to Hyrule. Oh, wait. No, wait. I moved again. What? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Do you have a green screen? Hold on. I don't think you're well, actually outside these places. Well, oh, I don't that's know what you're about. What? Weird. <laughs> They're not drones. They're bats. What? <laughs> All right. Now he's just getting on. Before he puts up a picture, he's not supposed to. <laughs> check out next week. Felix will be on Flexo Productions. Again, check him out. Flexo Productions on social Ooh. media. Dominican Stone Cold. And where can they find us? 
You guys can find us on Facebook.com slash RetroGamersPodcast, on Instagram at RetroGamersPodcast, on Twitter at RetroGamersPod. You can watch us on YouTube and IGTV. You can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can email us at email at TheRetroGamers.com. Don't forget, if you have an unpopular opinion, send us a video, a short video of what your unpopular opinion is and why you think, why you support your opinion on it. And we'll see what we have to say about it. Uh, and again, as always, and if Larry joke- supports your unpopular opinion. <laughs> as I say, if Larry supports your unpopular opinion, I will explain why you're wrong. <laughs> Dare you. Terrible. Uh, and I was just about to say something nice to you because of five years. Whatever. Jerk. Mm. <laughs> but no, in all honesty, <laughs> being a jerk. <laughs> I love doing the podcast. You know, obviously, it, you know, speaking with you, getting the chance to do this with you, um, friendship lasting a long time, and obviously it would have anyway without the podcast. But this is definitely a fun Pleasure. time doing all this. So thank you for these five years, Aunt. Five more. And at least. Thank you for five years of putting up with me because uh, you've put up with quite a bit. <laughs> we both have. And yes, folks, have. with that, we will catch you right here next week on the Retro Gamers Podcast.